Hi, this is Colin from Worse in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get in some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worse in the Industry are our own, and in no way are representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network or Planet Ant as an organization, even when we're right. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit down. Yeah. Ain't nothing fancy, I'm still broke. Cross town like Yancey, I will throw. They say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. Get a deal with coke. If I wasn't rapping about the past back, dealing dope. Got the offer and it's real low. Over one and, and that's, you know, that's just the image of Sting that I hold in my mind besides that one scene from the B movie. When I think about Sting, I think about uh, when he w- portrayed uh, the uh, ribald and villainous role of uh, the Baron Harkonnen's uh, nephew. In the Dune. original David Lynch Dune film. What's that character's name, Colin? I've been dancing around it for this whole point, because I had it, and then I had I lost it. So thank you for pointing that out. Uh, You're I welcome. You. Um, I'm just going to, it's, I, I, yeah, well, I, I, I figured the audience would appreciate that, uh, you not knowing Fade Rutha's name. I, honestly, I was trying to remember the first part. It's, it's I, fair. I, I, it's it a like, dumb name. I was thinking it was going to be Stray Rautha. And I'm like, that's not right. That's, that's, that's wrong. Not, that sounds like an alley cat. It's Oh, there's a little stray Routha. There's a stray Routha. Pulls out somebody's heart plug. Hey, oh, oh, oh hold Sting. on. Don't, don't let him get too close. Don't See, let him get too close. You don't know which which knife has the poison. It's funny you bring up cats because there was a scene in that, that film where they bring a cat in. Uh, so it seems to be tortured to death by Fade Routha. Like, that's the purpose of the cat in the scene. Is just to die at the hands of Dave Bautista. No. No, he's... That, no, he's 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 Beast. He's not Fade Rautha. Who plays Fade Rautha in the new one? Fade, uh, we haven't met him yet. Really? Huh. Yeah, I don't believe we've met him yet. Oh, are you talking about the original David Lynch dude? I said David Lynch. Did you? I don't that's when Sting I... was Fade Rautha. Oh, He yeah. couldn't do it now. He's all old and melted. He looks like if a... Uh, if you made a scarecrow out of ball sack skin. Nah, he's all leathery. It's, it's all that tantric sex. That's what I'm saying. He's loose. all he's all like... It's all that stored up extra sexual energy that he hasn't released because he never comes. He looks like uh, he looks like if his younger self was underneath like multiple G's of force. <laughs> like there's nothing... There's no, nothing... Like no serious damage. Like nothing super noticeable. But like, but it, it's bad. A little, a little stretchy. Looks wrong and bad. Yeah. Loose things are hanging off his bones. His entire body looks like the face that Mick Jagger makes when he goes, "Yeah!" And he's <laughs> <Yeah>. just like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" I'm sorry. When he makes what sound? Can you do that yeah. again? 
when he's like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you know, what he, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. When he's yeah. like, oh, like he does the, I can't do it because I don't have lips that are si <laughs> the size of half of my fucking face. But it's that look. It's that expression. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Mick Jagger face when he does the Mick Jagger. Yeah, the Mick Jagger face. When he does the moves like Jagger, like they said in that one song by the Adam Levine. Yeah, when he does the big red lips logo, but it's actually a real man's facial expression. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about uh, late 2000s to early 2000s pop sensation Maroon 5, because fuck them, go mustard plug. But speaking real of Maroon 5... This is a super dad conversation. This is this is a dad conversation beyond my years. Um, yeah, speaking of Maroon 5, uh, we're going to have an extra special episode this week. It's we're on Maroon 5. Weird. Yeah, it's about Maroon 5. No, um, real yeah, quick, the you bracket. know the show you're listening to. It's worse in the industry. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back. Um... This is the show where uh, we three misshapen tune stars uh, attempt to uh, work our way into the space jam that is life and just, you know, provide some comedic truth like Bill Murray did in that scene because I haven't seen that movie in 20 years and I'm going to keep it that way because I still remember it as being funny. My name is Justin St. Peter and I want to be Lola Bunny because she's sexy to my left. My name is Colin Stanley and I'm fixing a divot! To my left. Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. I, <laughs> I, I was putting my other headphones on because I realized I had my open back ones on and uh, didn't want the audio to bleed because I care about our listeners. Thank you for <laughs> Thank making you. my job editing a little easier. It's your turn. Uh, that was my intro. So anyway. No, I okay. hate you so much, Tyler. So... Uh, t today, dear listeners, uh, we got a we got a little bit of an interesting episode. Um, this one is going to be called uh, hashtag Witty March Madness, which better be trending by the time this episode comes out. And we, I have... gave you all the hashtags, Mister Policeman. Yep, you could have made this trend. You could have saved her. So we have thirty-two people here. Well, technically thirty-three, but two of them to go together. Thirty-three ghouls. 33 ghouls. Draculas. Soul-sucking abominations. And Justin and Colin are going to have to argue over which one is worse and why. They will have 30-second arguments and 15-second rebuttals. And, and ultimately, this is to determine who is the worst offender. Yep. Who, is, yeah. who is the worst in the industry of worst in the industry? I came up with 33 of uh, the best friend of the pods I could possibly find. So let's uh, let's get it started, shall we? Awesome. Oh, do let's. Hashtag witty of witty. I did, I did send the list of people to Justin and Colin, but I did not send them uh, the order that they were going to be in. So, starting off on the first one, this will be a fun one. Justin, fun. you get Douglas MacArthur, and Colin, you get Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah fuck yeah i've been preparing for this one you can Ooh. say i've been doing a little outside research for the past few years <coughs> maybe devoted an unhealthy amount of my free time to it 
All right. Oh, an absolutely massively unhealthy amount of his free time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, so I have two timers here. I have the uh, 30 seconds for the argument and the 15 seconds for the rebuttal. Uh, Justin, you can go first and uh, let me know when you're ready, and I'll let you know when your 30 seconds is up. All right. Um, ready. Three, two, one. So Douglas MacArthur, despite or not even despite, it, just because he is, uh, you know, such an instrumental part of the American imperial machine in the early twentieth to mid twentieth century, um, we can name quite a few of his accomplishments, such as running out the Bonus Army, as led by Smedley Butler um, with an armored cavalry division. He oversaw the absolutely Four, three, massively destructive two. invasion of Southeast Asia. All right, that's your 30. Damn it. 30 seconds is a lot shorter than anticipated. <laughs> I'm going to have to tighten this shit up. Well, you did make some good points. Up. You did make some good points. Colin, are you ready? For my 30? Yep. Oh, 30 seconds on Joe Biden. How to? How shall I count the ways? Oh, just wait till we get to worse people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Tyler. <laughs> uh, you saw yeah, the list. I'm, I guess technically I've always been ready for this. So All right. Whatever, Three, count me in. two, one, go. Joseph Robinette Biden, a fake Catholic or just an asshole. News at 11. President Biden is by far and away one of the most empty, vacuous, soulless, monstrous, racist pieces of garbage that has ever slid his undulating, uh, decrepit, fucking ball sack body across the floors and halls of the Capitol building. Three, Honestly, a two, true cockroach, one. a person beyond Done. all reproach. Uh, and by that, I mean a real piece of shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Not to mention his. Hey, your thirty son. seconds is done. Oh, my You're thirty th seconds is up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I was too many dramatic pauses. I didn't get to talk about his his uh, pedophile loving son. Oh yeah. No. No. We're we're gonna have to. <laughs> we'll like, strike really... that from the record. God damn it! Stricken from the record? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Justin. Your fifteen second rebuttal starts in three, two, one. While Collins' points are incredibly valid, and Joe Biden <laughs> is in fact a gigantic piece of shit. In the direct chain of command of destroying people's lives, Douglas Three, MacArthur has, two, without a doubt, done that further. All right. Okay. <coughs> and, Colin, your 15 seconds is in three, two, one, go. Joe Biden's domestic support of uh, all military inventions over interventions overseas, even despite uh, the recent pullout of Afghanistan, uh, means that his hands are as red as MacArthur's. In fact, more so regarding the 94 crime bill that is That's heavily it. criminalized being black in America. Hmm. You both made some good points there. <laughs> but, in my opinion... I'm going to have to go with Douglas MacArthur. That's fair. Hey, uh, Joe Biden never never set up the illegal invasion of Cambodia, like, yeah. years in advance. As much as he, I'm sure, would have loved to. It was too early in his political career, honestly. And that's I think that's the only edge that MacArthur has on Joe Biden, is that his career was longer, and he spent more of it actively killing people. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not true. MacArthur never stepped foot on an, on an active battlefield. Um but he definitely ordered a lot more people who were directly under him to kill people. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. 
Also, Joe Biden's brain exploding in national television definitely, like, there's some catharsis there that makes it easier to swallow. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. All right, on to the next one. Uh, let's let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it kosher. Keep it. Let's keep it kosher here. Colin, you get Barack Obama. God damn it! I hey, get you the, got you got Joe Biden. So I got the fucking double dragon. I got, got both the, of the double dragon. And Justin, you get Mitch McConnell. Oh sweet Christ! All right, uh, let's have Colin go first this time. Three. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> Give me like, uh, cool. All right, three, two, one. Uh, Barack Obama single-handedly uh, halted and redirected uh, a lot of progressive momentum in the political sphere. He uh, ensured uh, that corporate America will maintain its boot heel fucking chokehold on the working class in America. He m made sure that GM and the auto industry writ large would never do anything effective for the people that work and die for them. And uh, not only did he kill, uh, at this point, tens of thousands of people uh, across the fucking planet, uh, he is currently destroying a park Done. in Chicago to build his presidential library. All right. <laughs> and Justin, your argument is three, two, one, go. Uh, Mitch McConnell's long-reaching and deeply insidious career in Washington, D.C., has consequences that I'm sure we will be uh, understanding and dealing with for decades to come. Um, the, the machinations that this little fucking schemer has put into place, we have only begun, begun to uncover. Mitch McConnell's little four, fucking waddle three, contains so much evil. Two. So, 15 second rebuttals. Uh, Colin <clears throat> went first, right? Yep, yeah, so yeah, it's all right. my turn. All right, Colin, your rebuttal starts uh, three, two, one. Mitch McConnell, much like uh, the GOP in general, they are less individual uh, actors with agency and more just the reactionary momentum of a capitalist society. It's milquetoast liberals like Obama that allow them to have the power that they maintain. All right, Justin, your rebuttal. And go. While the milquetoast liberals are the uh, institution that allows the you know conservative demons like Mitch McConnell to exist, it really is the highly concentrated evil of these conservative ghouls that uh, honestly allows the political aspirations of these milquetoast liberals to be tolerated. Oh, this is a hard one. I this think is Obama's a... killed more people. I, Obama is definitely. Killed more people. Yeah, Obama killed so many more Obama's people. Obama killed like, more people. Obama so. like talked explicitly about their triple tap policy in Yemen, where they bomb a fucking uh, wedding full of innocent people, then they bomb the first responders, and then they bomb the mass grave. All right. So, Justin. Yes. You get John and Alan Dulles. <laughs> the gruesome twosome and the gruesome twosome Colin gets Donald J. Trump <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be huge it's gonna be huge alright uh, Colin you ready oh I'm going first again okay I'll take yep. It. yep I'm switching it up I'm switching it All up right. All right. And go. Uh, Donald, J. Donald J. Trump 
has not only exacerbated uh, and supported the racist policies that have destroyed the lives of hundreds, if not thousands, of black people across America, but he then became the spearhead for the fascistic tendencies and reactionary hate and bigotry of the right wing of the country uh, and has unified them in a way that pre-Oklahoma City uh, bombing uh, we have not seen since then, essentially. Uh, he is a figurehead and he is a diaper baby. All right. I like the diaper baby. <laughs> All right, Justin. Three, two, one, go. Uh... The fucking Dulles brothers are literally the goddamn blueprint upon which Donald J. Trump wished to build his entire career. Like, it's... The Dulles brothers participated in the business plot. They participated in some of the worst wars in history, some of the worst unknown political actions in history. The, the CIA black sites were created as a concept <coughs> under Alan Dulles. All right. Colin, your 15-second rebuttal starts now. While the gruesome twosome surely are evil ghouls that shall be reviled throughout history, uh, I believe that other than the fact that they killed a sitting president, uh, they haven't done that much that's bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Justin. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, overseeing all of the massively racist uh, and interventionist coups uh, of the 20th century are pretty fucking bad. We call this throwing in the business, fellas, because right. I don't agree with my side. <laughs> so I'm going to... As much as I want our, our fearless leader, Donald J. Trump, to go on it's going to have to be the dulles brothers he's just not that bad he's like a reprehensible like piece of shit personally yeah, right like he's he's but not he's, good he's no. just not he's not competent he's not competent or effective enough to be truly destructive in the way that so many of these people are he's just not yeah, good like, enough at being evil he's just kind he's, of a shitty businessman he's spiteful and mean and and fucking crass and a misogynist and racist not, and yeah a like sexual he's, he's, a predator like all of that is confirmed but he is not a fucking super predator like the dulles brothers are exactly no. he's not he's not a fucking shark in a suit uh making sure that like you know bolivian children grow up in fear of a fucking anglo boogeyman yep all right moving on um Colin, or yep, Colin, you get Eric Prince. <laughs> Justin, you get Ronald Reagan. Oh, <laughs> setting up these fucking squash matches over hey, here, Tyler. Hey, I feel like listen, Vince McMahon is running listen. this bracket. <laughs> this is all randomized. <laughs> I'm calling for collusion. <laughs> collusion. All right, uh, Justin goes first this time. And your argument starts now. Uh, the only thing good about Ronald Reagan existing was that his wife could suck dick really well. Um, it's, Ronald Reagan was a, a terrible actor, an incompetent governor, and a worse president. He was a, a, a puppet of the conservative political machine from go. He, like, it's, it, Ronald Reagan was a, like, closest thing we've ever seen to a crisis actor, and it's the only thing is because he acted throughout his entire presidency, and the whole thing was a goddamn crisis, his wife gave a humdinger of a blowjob. 
That she did. Emphasis on hum. All right, Colin. Uh, like to imagine go. we're like in like suits on like a '70s style talk show set. We're all smoking cigarettes. <laughs> oh yeah, just ashing them onto the floor of the stage. Sitting in molded plastic chairs, no padding. Yeah, exactly. All high on fucking quaaludes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we can't get up when the the breaks happen. No, they just bring I, they, like they, handfuls they just, of nuts over. Yeah, they carry the chairs out, push them into the green room. <laughs> all right, Colin, Eric, Prince, and go. Uh, despite all of the evil overseen by Ronald Reagan over the course of his administration, I do believe that Eric Prince outshines him in the sheer mayhem that was caused. Eric Prince is one of the main facilitators of what many are calling the Forever War uh, in the Middle East, where by a series of third-party contractors are paid to do the hard lifting of empire, which means that you no longer have to work up popular sentiment for it. All right. Justin, your rebuttal starts now. Uh, Eric Prince's uh, contributions to the Forever War are undeniable, but it was the career of Ronald Reagan which set up the, the circumstances which truly led to the Forever War. All right, and Colin, your 15 seconds starts now. Ronald Reagan uh, did not personally uh, affect these things he was not at the helm of these policies it was just the apparatuses that he allowed to roam uh with impunity eric prince is the reason that almost a million iraqis are dead this is a hard one this one's harder than i expected to be honest you guys both made some good arguments here hmm i don't mean eric prince solely by the way he's just one of a cabal no but, yeah no but I mean, definitely but eric... you know the the part of the cabal that had guns he's there um, it's, I don't know, Reagan had, like, Iran-Contra and, like, yeah. I don't know, Grenada? <laughs> yeah, Grenada, but, uh, Reagan? again, that's Dulles Brothers shit. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, that you know, that's, so, that's CENTCOM shit. That's not president shit, you know what I mean? I'm gonna have to go with Ronald Reagan. <clears throat> that's fair. Based on the fact that without Ronald Reagan, I don't think Eric Prince would have been able to get away with as much shit. I disagree. Uh, I think, uh, you know, when we talk about Ronald Reagan, it's he's really just a tulpa of the John Birch Society. Yeah. But, yeah, actually, yeah. I'm, I'm with Colin on this one. Yeah. He's, he, he's like, he, he was just like the, the fucking flavor. Like, he, he provided ambient lighting, the ambient reactionary lighting uh, to frame this perspective on the world and this perspective on America. Uh, but these things were already happening. Yeah. They just would have been framed differently. Yeah, but I think, uh, I think the the way they found out how to frame Reagan is the reason they are able to so effectively frame other things, like Trump. Uh, when we get, when we get to honorable mentions, because mm. I have a few in my in my head, uh, mm. I will I want to talk about this a little further about when we talk about when we talk about political figures and the difference between presidents and legislators yeah okay uh justin you get yep. greg abbott <laughs> and colin you get donald rumsfeld awesome run can't walk to greg abbott <laughs> okay let's do this All right. donald donnie rums donnie rums where uh, does one begin who went first last time or who's, who's uh it's uh, justin's turn to go first, first. Time. 
Oh, well, whoever wants to go first, go ahead. Uh, three, two, one, go. All right, so the fucking limp-wristed Greg Abbott, uh, the, the governor of Texas, who is not personally responsible for the selling out of Texas infrastructure, but goddamn, he didn't help a single fucking thing while he was there. <coughs> he botched the hurricane response. He botched uh, any sort of storm response. The man has absolutely no idea how to govern, and he doesn't know how to take care of anyone, except for him and his own cronies. Fuck Greg Abbott. I like the ending of Fuck Greg Abbott. <clears throat> Alright. Just, uh, Colin, your 30 seconds starts now. Whereas Eric Prince is the executioner of the Forever War, Donald Rumsfeld is truly the architect. He is the judge that ordered the sentence, and he did it decades before we had any dis actual legitimate reason to go into the, the region, uh, arguable that we ever did. Even uh, earlier, uh, when Kuwait was invaded, there's a very strong argument there was no reason for us to uh, intervene in any way. But because the reason we did is because of people like Donald Rumsfeld, him specifically. Okay. Justin, your rebuttal starts now. Donald Rumsfeld, um, while massively destructive in his orchestration of several invasions of the, the, the Middle East and his the, the decades-long planning that it took, um, Greg Abbott really, really, really fucked up a lot of shit directly. Okay. Colin, your shit. rebuttal. Greg Abbott is a, is a ripple in the stream. Donald Rumsfeld, being the inheritor of the Kissinger legacy is the stone throne. Greg Abbott exists because people like Donald Rumsfeld make sure that we live in a world where they can exist. It's, you okay. can tell I really believe in my side when I spend 10 seconds of my 15 seconds agreeing with the other guy. That's yeah, I'm gonna, also, have to, I'm gonna have to go with Rumsfeld. Something he had mentioned, uh, Greg Abbott is a, a horrific racist and transphobe as well as homophobic bigot. Yep. Oh yeah. But I'm sure Donald Rumsfeld is too. Oh, a million percent. So, a million percent. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, keep moving on here. Colin, you get Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> and uh, Justin, you get Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, wow. Let's go on a speed date. That's a good one. All right. Oh, okay. Colin, your 30 seconds on uh, Nancy Pelosi starts now. Nancy Pelosi is the uh, unfortunately unliving embodiment of everything that is wrong with the Democratic Party and everything that is wrong with the ostensible left wing of American politics. She has held on to a point of irrelevance while making sure to drag the party back at any chance at progressive progress it can make. Uh, also, if you were fucking a, a living adult uh, while Kennedy was still alive, you should not be in fucking politics now. You should have died 30 years ago. All right, Justin, your 30 seconds starts now. All right. All right, and go. Uh, the as succinctly put by Marcus Parks, the shivering turd of a man, Ted Cruz, uh, is just an absolute gutless worm who does everything in his power to not just obfuscate and uh, prevent progressive action, but ha from happening, but just straight up has done everything he can to get less people healthcare, education, housing, water, food, everything. The man is a monster. Okay, okay. And Colin, your rebuttal starts now. 
Uh, Ted Cruz is obviously a disgusting dog turd in human shoes. But Nancy Pelosi, um, as a representative of the majority of Americans, because the majority of Americans are left-leaning, uh, she has done more harm in preventing things that would have helped them than Ted Cruz, who is of the minority. All right, Justin, your rebuttal, and go. Ted Cruz's place in an influential and vocal minority does place him in a more directly oppositional position. Um, he gets to expend more energy directly opposing these things happening. All right. Hmm. It's another tough Who, one. Really, the question here is, if, if you raise a pit bull to kill a child, who's the worst thing? The you pit know, bull or the child? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, uh, because fair. even in a in a head-to-head, who is more terrible? Uh, Ted Cruz can't beat a shit lib. No, he it's it's hard. And it's real hard here's what I want to say about that, real quick, because I know we, we can't take do this with everything. But Ted Cruz specifically, Ted Cruz is like he is such a non-factor within right-wing politics. Dude, he is such that, a fucking That dog. he had to He's... suck up to the guy who told him that his wife was ugly and that his dad helped kill JFK. Like, yeah, he, no, the, he had he... to fucking apologize to that guy and then phone-banked for him. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi hasn't done a lick of fucking work since 1970. Yeah. She, like, this bitch, all she did is raise fundraisers. Uh, and, I mean, we can all see how she's doing it. Yeah. Oh, you gotta be worth a hundred million dollars somehow, right? Exactly. Exactly. Also, those huge tits. Mm. I was gonna say, I think big milks. The big gazangas. About, uh, big milks. So. Yeah, her great big boobs. It's so. It's so. Her boobs look so hard. Do you ever they think do. of? Do you ever, do. You ever look at her and it's like it's like somebody like cast her out of plastic? Yeah, it's because they're bad fakes. Um. All right. Those are American-funded bad fake titties. Yep. I paid for those. So it's, I, I, I deserve a squeeze. No, um, that's awful. No, that, I would yeah, never. I don't want. To, if I was within arm's reach of Nancy Pelosi, I'm not. Not competent. Yeah, field. that's not how I'm doing. That's yeah. not how I'm contacting Nancy. Pelosi. I paid for those. Uh. All right. Uh. So. Sitting at her desk. Feet up on her chair. So let's see here, Colin. You get. Joe Manchin <laughs> and Justin you get Ron Paul oh, oh this is gonna be hard yeah two two arch demagogues yeah. ascendant Ron Paul does have some good ideas though two people ideologically uh, very similar um but one of them directly yeah, associated they, with a lot of Nazi groups. They are like the dark side mirror of each other, aren't they? Yeah. Where they're yeah, like the, the yeah, they fulfill of. the same role to be like spoils, to be yeah. foils to the party. It's kind of uh, like for Superman a very niche and interest group. That's except crazy. Ron Paul just wants to fuck kids, and uh, Joe Manchin. Well, he also wants to burn down the Federal Reserve, which I agree with. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he. <laughs> His arguments are not very good. They're <laughs> not good, but anyway, so let's let's get to the arguments yeah. then. Let's okay. get to the arguments. Uh, Colin, you go first. Three, two, one, go. Uh, similar to Nancy Pelosi, Joe Manchin exists to halt progress within the party that ostensibly should be pushing for said progress. Uh, he's maintained the coal interest and fossil fuel interest within West Virginia uh, to a point where the people that uh, should be able to move on and should be able to support their families without it 
are basically reliant on it. He's the kind of person that rails against government welfare, uh, but not when it's for him, his family, and his corporate buddies, only for when it's helping the people of his district that he's killing. All right. And Justin, you are ready to go now. Uh, Ron Paul is uh, one of the absolute worst libertarian shitbags to exist, despite couching uh, his terrible fascistic ideals in some good ideas, admittedly. Um, he takes those ideas and uses them to associate with such uh, quote-unquote libertarian uh, pro-police state groups like, you know, three percenters and fucking, you know, uh, flag-waving don't-tread-on-me motherfuckers. It's Ron Paul claims to be a libertarian. He is not. All right. Colin, your rebuttal, and go. Uh, despite the fact that Ron Paul is a screaming fascist, uh, a Nazi humper, and a normalizer of hate and bigotry uh, everywhere in America, ultimately, he is a marginalized crank with no real power to do these things. All right. And Justin, go. Uh Despite being a marginalized crank, Ron Paul's, uh, you know, influence is still there. And I, I will have to say that some of the most deadly people in world history have been, in fact, marginalized cranks. Um, also, Joe Man Manchin is a worm. All right. You seen his boat? It's, I, love, I love the look that Colin gave me after I said Joe Manchin was a worm. He was like, yep, I will concede to that point, sir. Ah, yes, Joe Manchin, a worm, you said. <laughs> So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ron Paul. I'd agree because uh, because he is he is an inspiration for shitbags around the country, yeah. and Joe Manchin is just uh, there to be opposition. Yeah, he's yeah. Joe Manchin doesn't inspire anyone. Joe Manchin. No, no Joe he Manchin is just there to oppose things. That's he has all like the things that he like. He is as evil as like the firing mechanism in a gun, right? Like. He is just doing what he was built for. Like, yeah, he's a tool. Yeah, there's no fault there. Whereas Ron Paul, like you guys are saying, exactly, he's like a corrosive entity yeah. on yeah. the uh, he's, you he's know, a, collective a, unconscious. No, he pushes the right further right. He's a crypto-fascist. Yeah, yeah he, he's yeah. like fucking dropping a, a, a hunk of uranium in the well. Yep. All right. So, let's see here. Colin, you get Alex Jones. Yes. Yes! <laughs> Justin, you get Mike Pence. I'm gonna oh. bury you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Justin, you go first. Your argument right. starts... Do you know Alex jo uh, Mike Pence was a talk radio guy? Did you know that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. Justin, and go. Uh, two radio men uh, alike in dignity, which is to say fucking none at all, because they're both gutless fucking... It, I, I don't even want to call them dogs, because it's an insult to canines. Um, it, 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 Mike Pence just straight up loves torturing kids. Um, gay kids specifically, but I'm sure any kids at all would do. Um, the, the fucking creepy way he interacts with his wife and kids, like, the man's clearly got something going on that we don't understand and we won't for a long time, but he has caused immeasurable harm. All right. Colin, tell us about Alex Jones, and go. Alex Jones is everything that's bad with America on a deeply personal and vitriolic level. While Mike Pence was responsible for an AIDS outbreak in his home state through his purely homophobic legislature, Alex Jones has inspired multiple people's deaths 
and uh, has terrorized and facilitated the terrorizing of the most vulnerable Americans among us, among which the parents of murdered children who he claimed were not even fucking real. All right. Justin, your rebuttal. And go. Uh, Alex Jones, slobbering hog that he is, uh, will do anything to backtrack anytime he is challenged on any of his beliefs in any serious way that he sees any real consequences for. Um, Mike Pence won't. All right. Colin, your rebuttal. And go. That's a fair rebuttal, Justin. I think you did the opposite job here because being a gutless worm with no real values or principles makes you worse to me. At least Mike Pence can hide behind a thin veneer of Christianity because his opinions have been the same since 1919. Okay. Okay. I want to go with Mike Pence here, but I think I'm going to have to go with Alex Jones. It's, it's, I, I, it's hard. Because, um, because Alex Jones pushes pushes rhetoric uh to normal people where mike pence i don't even think would know what to do uh talking to anybody that makes less than forty thousand dollars a year i think he would think they're all illiterate he's like there you don't know how to speak alex jones amplifies and actively inspires hate mike pence can only facilitate it Yeah. yeah and that allows mike pence to do things like that yeah so so, all right, moving over to the next side of the bracket here. Um, all right, we'll switch it up this time. Justin gets Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Colin gets Joe McCarthy. Fuck. Yes. This, I think this one will be a tough one. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, Justin, your argument starts now. Oh my god, the slug person that is Tucker Carlson uh, sitting in his shitty little box in the bottom right corner of Fox News. I wish that was the only place he existed instead of real life, but unfortunately this fucking limp-wristed little rich boy um, who just bought his way onto the air in the 90s and has managed to claw his way to the top of shilling out pro-imperialist horseshit. The man is straight up a mouthpiece for the Russian government. All right. Colin, your argument starts now. Joe McCarthy is the patron saint of the John Birch Society, which is at the core of uh, white nationalism and Christian dominionism here in America. Joe McCarthy set the tenor for the 20th and 21st centuries and the rise uh, and uh, popularization of fascism uh, as a valid political ideology within conservatives in America and has helped to push back uh, the veil of progress considerably. All right, Justin, your rebuttal starts now. I think that while the the harm that Joe McCarthy did is pretty undeniable, I think that it's also undeniable to the point where McCarthy's reputation has become distasteful and unpopular even among conservatives, and uh, unless you are among the most extreme. All right, uh, Colin, your rebuttal starts now. Uh, regardless of his uh, personal reputation, his ideas and the ideas that he propagated are still pretty mainstream amongst regular Americans. Whereas Tucker Carlson uh, got his show canceled because he invited John Stewart on. Who? Like if John Stewart can beat you? Yeah. What are you made of? Bow ties, apparently. 
I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with McCarthy, uh, because he, he's he's had he's had he's had much more of an influence than Tucker Carlson in my opinion, and uh, an everlasting and forever living influence that will never go away. I feel like Tucker yeah, Carlson yeah. will will kind of disappear into the zeitgeist of shitty right wing news eventually. I, yeah, Joe I, McCarthy will unfortunately haunt America as long as America. Exists. I mean, hey, yeah. you know, if Rumsfeld is the successor of the Kissinger legacy, Alex Jones is the successor of the McCarthy legacy. Yeah, and I I feel like McCarthy genuinely believed everything he said. And Tucker yeah, Carlson, he, he was a true believer. He well, was a true believer. Oh, yeah. eh. I actually, I, he was I a disagree. true believer as much as a politician can. I, he was a true believer in that he knew he wanted to persecute people, and he did find communism repugnant. He just didn't. I don't think he ever thought it was as widespread. That was no. a political tool. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah but absolutely. he definitely believed when he talked about how evil he thought it was. He yeah. believed that, but only because it was Jews, and yep. not about communism. Just like okay. Alex Jones. So this one, this one is gonna be is going to be a, a fucking fight to the death here. Oh boy. Colin, you get Hillary Clinton. And Justin, you get Henry Kissinger. What about her emails? All right. Colin, tell us about Hillary Clinton. My life, my life, my life, my life. go. Hillary Clinton is a absolute piece of shit. She's a ghoul. She's facilitated, uh, allegedly, murders while her husband was in his office. She's covered up uh, his uh, sexual assaults uh, and helped to uh, destroy women's lives. She called black people super predators, uh, implying that they're inherently dangerous and violent, uh, and is a huge piece of shit engaged in widely racist rhetoric when she ran against Barack Obama. And I hope that she falls in the street again. All right. Justin. Kissy Kissinger. And go. Henry Kissinger is so bad that liberal shit dick Lord Michaels wouldn't even get him tickets to SNL. Henry Kiss it's Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam. And, and, and that's Syria. not just the Vietnam War, that's Vietnam all the way back to 47. Mm. It's the Viet like the oh, I don't know. Every major military action in the 20th century. Post World War II has Kissinger's prints all over it. All right, Justin, your or uh, Colin, your rebuttal, and go. Uh, Justin's right. Kissinger's the worst. So th I would like to spend my rebuttal talking about that. Kissinger also <laughs> uh, destabilized much of the Middle East through uh, his uh, completely fucking insane idea of a global system, uh, but a global system based on fear and destruction. All right, Justin, uh, I'll let you do yours too. Why not? And go. Fuck Henry Kissinger, man. This guy is, like, straight up one of the, like, greatest villains of world history. He's directly he responsible did. for the, the popularization of suicide bombing. All right. Uh, well, I think it's pretty obvious who I have to go with. Uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. No, I'm Hillary kidding. Clinton, uh, it's her. She <laughs> she's got the snook. Tyler's like, I decided before the bracket was made. Yeah. Hillary Fuck Clinton. Hillary You're Clinton down. wins the entire. I already filled out Hillary Clinton all the way through to the Hillary Hillary, the all Clinton right. crime family. So, here's the next one, Colin. You get Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> uh, 
one of the most racist presidents to ever exist. The, arguably the most. Arguably the most. Very definitely. Him, definitely and, him Nixon, Jackson, it's very close. Yeah. Tight race. It's a very tight race. And, and at least two of those guys committed genocides. So it's like, <laughs> that's, it's tight. And Justin, you get slick willy Bill Clinton. <laughs> oh boy oh man teflon bill nothing can stick to him all right uh justin goes first yeah all, I think. Right. all right justin uh and go i just got the appetite i don't got none of the appetites now i can't hurt do, hurt nobody it's it's bill clinton is a fucking predator he was a predator before he got into office honestly the amount of women that he's probably done things to that he has uh, hushed up one way or another is incredible um i think that bill clinton has been hillary's political bitch for a very long time um and i think that everything that she represents he represented for her before she could get involved all right and colin mr wilson and go uh woodrow wilson that fish-faced hp lovecraft cosplayer is such a racist piece of garbage that he made black people hide uh, when he would walk past them in the White House. That aside, he's the progenitor of the rules-based international liberal order that Bill Clinton so masterfully uh, cooperated with uh, throughout the various war crimes that he committed under his presidency, uh, all set up and facilitated by the work of one Woodrow Wilson. All right. Justin, rebuttal and go. Woody Wilson may have uh, set out the uh, set out the rules to the game, but Bill took it and ran with it. He is the MVP of uh, liberal war crimes in the 20th century. Um, and while uh, Bill didn't have that same kind of racism, it was still there. All right, just uh, Colin, and go. Woodrow Wilson's complete inefficacy as a president led to uh, the League of Nations becoming a German witch hunt, which basically set up the Holocaust, the rise of the Nazis, and all of the fucking shit that we still see happening in Europe today. All right. You know, I think this one's going to be a little bit of an upset here. I think I'm going to go with Bill Clinton. That's fair. I think I'm going to go with Bill Clinton. Woodrow Wilson was... Uh, a vegetable for the last yeah. part of his term so that's very fair just yeah. on a timetable he didn't do as much as bill clinton it's it's usually other people being like oh there wasn't a person good enough to stop me because woodrow yeah. wilson was in power <laughs> yep yeah all right uh justin you get yes. rand paul Oh, you got you got the fucking father and you got the son. Now yep. you're gonna get the Holy Ghost. And I'm gonna give right. Colin uh Colin a guy whose first name is only one letter different, Mr. Colin Powell. Okay. Well he is dead, so I guess that is the Holy Ghost. Father, son, and Holy Ghost. It yep. We really yeah. really shook that one out, didn't we? Still can't believe Ben Roethlisberger actively gave him covid it's been ben gave him covid or killed colin powell by infecting him with covid yep once i just okay is justin going first you can yeah sure i just right. there, i need to fight, fit, remember who sold him who uh, sent him that jaguar as a gift <laughs> all right justin and right. go fuck who am i arguing Ra for? <laughs> rand paul rand paul that's it all right fucking rand all right go yeah, go 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 Rand Paul uh, is the, the true legacy of Joseph McCarthy in American politics. 
Um, the the red scare bullshit that this man has put out in the last eight years alone, let alone the rest of his career, um, it, it, directed at a, a man who is, frankly, without the Overton window of the United States, barely left of center, Bernard Sanders. Um, Rand Paul is a crypto-fascist just like his father. Yes, he is. All right, Colin, are you ready? <laughs> oh, am I ready? All right. Go. Uh, you may remember Colin Powell as the guy who lied to get us to invade Iraq, but what you might not know about Colin Powell is the fact that in 1995 he was gifted a Jaguar by Saudi Prince Bandar after he resigned as Secretary of State because of the massively destructive policies that he helped push in the Middle East, as well as the fact that he covered up the My Lai Massacre, My Lai Massacre rather, in Vietnam, which was uh, when over 500 civilians were killed uh, by the American uh, Army, and also his cover-up of Iran-Contra. All right, Justin, your rebuttal starts now. Uh, the the new wave of uh, ultra-right-wing nationalists and uh, crazies that Rand Paul is helping to produce will absolutely end up causing untold destruction in the United States and Canada, as well as other parts of Europe. All right, and Colin, your rebuttal starts now. Uh, Rand Paul is a stuttering fail son, a poor Xerox of an already shitty man. Colin Powell actually made sure people died, killed a lot of fucking people. He's the reason we're still in the Middle East. It's Colin, it's Colin Powell. Colin Rand, Powell Rand Paul is a piece of shit, but Colin Powell is worse. Yeah, no, Colin, pa Colin Powell is a monster. Rand Paul is a fucking shit. He's part he, of that he's, cabal. He's something I wipe off my shoe. He's yep. part of that cabal. He's, you know, he's the face of the cabal. That's what he gets yep. to be. He gets to, you know, if Rumsfeld is the brains... And people like Eric Prince are like the hand that swings the axe. Uh, Colin Powell is the lips and the tongue that are telling you that it's not happening. All right. So this one, um, it's a little bit of a lopsided matchup, but I think it could be. Uh, I think it could be interesting. Um, Justin, would you like the up and comer with a lot of potential, or would you like the established one? Give me, give me the up and comer. Up and comer. All well, right. It's an underdog. I like it. Colin. You get Richard Nixon. <laughs> Justin, you get Marjorie Taylor Greene. I knew it. I <laughs> fucking knew it. Okay. I love I love Magic the Gathering. <laughs> MTG, baby. All right. Arena's pretty fun. Uh, Colin goes first. Yep. All right. And Colin, go. Richard Nixon, for literally explicitly selfish reasons, committed treason to extend the Vietnam War. They went behind the State Department's back and uh, prolonged the war so that Nixon could win the election. Also, Nixon, despite being anti-CIA, was a screaming anti-Semite and racist that if really he wasn't so worried about him specifically getting to be in power, uh, he would be on the exact same side as the Dulles brothers in every conflict. He was just worried somebody would usurp him. All right. And Justin, your argument starts now. Uh, while... Richard Nixon uh, held a lot of power for a long time. He, he also existed largely within reality, whereas Marjorie Taylor Greene literally exists in the fantasy world of Q, um, where, you know, RFK or JFK Jr. is coming back next week. He never really died and all this absolute horseshit. It, it, the, the, the danger of having any of these people in any positions of power will be felt for generations. All right. And Colin, your rebuttal. One second, Start. one second, yep. one second. 
I just want to make sure I got this right. Yep, okay. All right, uh, your rebuttal starts now. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a pissed-off, bipolar, middle-aged white woman uh, who isn't getting her way in a cell phone store. Nixon was a deranged paranoiac who oversaw the Kent State Massacre. Okay. And Justin, your rebuttal starts now. Um, well, that is, uh, uh, frankly, actually an apt comparison. I think that the real danger lies in uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene eventually accruing the same sort of power or someone like her accruing the same sort of power that Nixon had. All right. I'm going to go with Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's larval. There's a lot of potential pa- there destruction. There is so much potential and danger the, the in thing, this one. The thing about her, um, which just, or uh, Colin, you mentioned the, the Kent State Massacre. And yes, that was under Nixon, and it was terrible. Um, but Nixon uh, didn't walk up to a survivor of that and tell them it didn't happen. And tell them it didn't happen yeah. on on live TV. Yeah. That's fair. That's very fair. It's it's um. And I, I get think... the I think the the whole uh, like uh, Nixon was was somewhat grounded in reality, and Marjorie Taylor Greene does not need to. I don't think he really worry about that at all. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think she is detached from reality because I don't think she believes a lot of the stuff she espouses. No, no, no. Especially the Q shit. And you can kind of see that in the way it she just raises works for money her. and it does just stuff. It just works for her. Exactly. So I think she's really the Nixon of our time in that way where she gets to do the Nixon thing where she red baits everybody. But then she can say things that aren't exactly super far right. Like when she talks about... Um, like supporting women and caring for women and this like she has some like pro-women language it's very reactionary the policies she's proposing mm. but she can sit, talk like that because she is so hard to the right of everybody yeah. else yeah. just like how oh. only nixon could go to china it's that kind of shit yeah she she can be pro-woman at certain points but not if they're trans women no, oh, yeah. exactly not all so, and not black women not like no not, no not any we're talking women about white women specifically not women who need health care yeah it's just upper middle class white women that's who no, she's there for that's the way most white liberals in history like do things or sorry white white wit feminists specifically yep. uh which i don't think she'd consider herself one but that's the kind of rhetoric that they've used all right so this one's kind of a shitty matchup um this is a number one seed versus a number 16 seed <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Real so, dog's dinner. So, we're going to do it, um, but I think you guys are both just going to end up talking about how the number one seed is objectively worse. Yeah. So, Colin, you get J. Edgar Hoover, and uh, Justin, you get Paul Ryan. I think we know <laughs> who's going to win here. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me get mine out of the way real quick. We, we can right. we can give. I feel like we could give Jay Edgar a buy for this round then, because it does feel like. Yeah, a, you know, just give it to him. Yeah, yeah, just give it to him. Yeah, because it's like, easy. oh, uh, it's Paul Ryan's a muscled up shithead, but like he's never actually gonna hurt anybody. No. Yeah, he like he can't. Like I don't think he physically could. Okay. He's too busy doing CrossFit. Yeah. So, Colin, you get Matt Gates. Uh, Justin, you get Tony Blair. Oh my god. Ooh, boy! Alright, Justin, your argument starts now. Tony Blair getting, uh, the UK involved in the Iraq War and uh, the creation of the Coalition truly did help legitimize the Iraq War and the nearly million deaths that it has caused to date. 
um, in a way that no other state truly contributed to. Um, Matt Gates is really only a threat if you're a 14-year-old girl. You know... Okay, yeah. <laughs> Colin. And go. Matt Gates is the masculine equivalent of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, as uh, predatory uh, of women as Marjorie Taylor Greene herself is, but in a more visceral and psychosexual way, obviously, as all true pieces of garbage are. Um, despite his rictus Kendall grin, uh, he is a dour and grim person to consider uh, being in the future of America. Uh, Tony Blair, although, is objectively worse. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to do rebuttals here? I just no. I think we can just. Like, Tony we, Blair okay. helped launder the uh, fake uh, idea that there was weapons of mass destruction yeah. based on the description of nerve gas from the film The Rock. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah. I don't think Matt Gates had has like if Matt Gates was in the position of Tony Blair, I don't think he would have had the juice to be able to do what Tony Blair did. This is um, this is like that Rand Paul thing again, where it's like personally yeah. he is an awful monster who should be in prison. But on the world stage, he just doesn't stack up. No. Yeah. He won't be remembered in another five years. Yeah. No. All right. Um, <laughs> I did not plan this. This is how it came this out. This is upsetting to me already. Justin, you get George H.W. Bush, and Colin, you get George W. Bush. <laughs> All right. Father versus <laughs> son. Wouldn't be prudent. Prudent. All right, Colin, let's hear lips, it. No new tech. Three, two, one. George W. Bush really revolutionized the image of the conservative politician by um, honestly working pretty much 24-7 to appear as a bumbling idiot. When you actually look at him behind the scenes, when you actually look at him when he doesn't believe he's being observed critically, he is not like that at all. It is a carefully constructed public persona used to launder the awful, terrible fucking almost genocidal things that he allowed to happen under his presidency all right and justin go everything george w bush did he learned from his father and the people that his father surrounded himself with and the the, the various intelligence and military spooks that uh filled the, the the bush family's uh associates way back to fucking prescott bush um like it, 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 george hw bush built w to be the monster he was and held the strings as uh he went throughout his entire presidency all right uh colin your rebuttal starts now it's very fair that you say that george hw bush is the one that built george w bush to be the monster that he was in fact one of the things that he did in this building was to hammer out the parts of himself that prevented him from gaining power when he wanted to, hence the public persona that George W. Bush would carry on. All right. George H.W. Um, could never be that personable, ever. No. Okay. Justin, go ahead. Um, George H.W., despite it being a, a well-established spook himself, truly could not be that personable, which is why he did need his son to fulfill those roles that he couldn't himself, but... That was through the power that he himself had accumulated. This one's a really hard one. It's because that thing yeah, I I understand that yes, there would be there would be uh, if if George H. W. Bush was never a prevalent prevalent politician, 
in president. Uh, George W. Bush would have never been a prevalent politician and president. I, I'd actually disagree with that, but... I, I, okay, if... Let's just, let's cut H.W. Bush out of the situation. Let's say George H.W. Bush never existed, but George W. Bush does exist, like, the same same person. Well, it's, I, okay, well, that's different. If he was never a politician, um, if he stayed working at, in, like, you know, the CIA and, and things like that, yeah. and in private finance, George W. Bush could have still been president. Um, he just would not have been as good of, uh, I don't want to say good, effective in his yep. role as that, like, Archduke reactionary. George H.W. Bush, Justin put it perfectly, really fucking molded him. Like, yep. really made him the ultimate weapon of the conservancy, where it's, I, like, you can disregard me because you don't see me as a threat if you're a liberal, but then if you're a right-winger, I'm saying all the dog whistles. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, all the code words. You're getting all of them. Yep, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with H.W. That's fair, yeah. I mean, he's probably physically killed more people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, George W. Bush probably I, I mean, only killed people. I think it's the numbers. No, I mean, like, he with his hands. Oh, yeah, physically himself, definitely. Oh, and yeah, H.W. killed And George H.W. Bush directly killed American troops when he uh, ejected without warning the rest of his flight crew, uh, and they crashed and died uh, because he was a fucking coward. Yep. All right. Um... Justin, you get Barack Obama this time. Oh, boy. oh we're, we're on to the next round. We're, we're on to the next. We're, we're down to the uh, the Sweet 16 here. Uh, Justin, you get Obama. Colin, you get Douglas MacArthur. Okay. All right. 30 seconds. And go. Um, Barack Obama, throughout the eight years that he was president, had a handful of Douglas MacArthur's at his disposal. And he had a whole toolbox full of these these ready-built weapons that he could throw at Iraq and Afghanistan as he did throughout his entire presidency and he did so with the help of the new technologies that we have today Colin your argument starts now uh, it's very fair to say that Obama had a slew of you know grim executioners at his beck and call uh, that is very fair but to say that MacArthur is somehow not directly responsible for the Japanese equivalent of Operation Paperclip, giving immunity to the Emperor, giving immunity to uh, members of Unit 731, uh, literal Japanese equivalent of Nazis, more brutal in some cases than the Nazis. Uh, it's no comparison. All right, Justin, your uh, rebuttal starts now. The extrapolated gains that um, we, we took from these, uh, these you know, Japanese imperial uh, monsters um, that we took into the 21st century were only accelerated in the use of their military application by Barack Obama. Okay. Colin, your rebuttal starts now. Uh, Barack Obama is a faceless cog uh, of the utmost degree. He is a mechanism that is put into the system. MacArthur is a driver. He is an engine of the system and created the momentum that Obama skated on. You know, I'm going to go with MacArthur here. Now, because, uh, like like Colin said, he is the engine. Uh, and Obama was just kind of, uh, I don't want to say he was only He filled a pawn, the role. But he filled the role that was necessary. Uh, MacArthur went out of his way to make sure the it everything went the way that he wanted it to. Yeah. Um okay. 
Colin, you get, uh... Colin, you're gonna get Reagan this time. Justin, you're gonna get the Dulles Brothers. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, this... How this one could... does it feel? Alright. Uh, Colin. Argument. Let's go. Alright, so Ronald Reagan, uh... Not only was he completely destructive in his complete uh, uh, ignoring of the AIDS epidemic, allowing a literal pandemic to sweep through the gay and often straight population of this country because of his bullshit uh, conservative proclivities. Not only did that happen, but also the entire time he's seeding this completely batshit insane, uh, unempirical rhetoric about trickle-down economics that has destroyed the American family. Okay. Justin, your argument starts now. Ronald Reagan's inherently destructive policies surrounding domestic, uh, you know, health and safety are undeniably destructive. However, the more destructive policies were his, the, the things that he did not have anything to do with and were, in fact, tools used by CIA spooks, the Dulles Brothers. Um, you know, John may no longer have been directly involved in politics. However, Alan was still very much a part of the CIA because you do not lead the CIA. Uh, and his influence held sway over a lot of things in Reagan's presidency. All right, Colin, your rebuttal starts now. Uh, despite being vicious uh, and completely amoral ghouls, Ronald Reagan really created the mold for the modern contemporary conservative politician that mixture of personality with being completely evil. Okay. Justin, your rebuttal starts now. More dangerous than that, I believe, uh, is the creation of the modern intelligence and military society that we have created behind the scenes where the personality is no longer necessary and it is just pure evil. <clears throat> hmm. I don't. It's, it's really hard to say, right? Because, like, what is... What's the bigger impact? Is it the laundering of these ideas to the point where if somebody heard about them, they wouldn't care or it wouldn't register? Or is it the actual person, like prosecution of yeah, these the ideas? Yeah, the actual execution is it, of them. Because it's like, if these, these things are awful, but if there wasn't somebody convincing you that they weren't that awful or not happening, mm -hmm. would they still occur, right? Like, it's... Yeah, like, the... I So, I'm... I'm going to go with Reagan. I'm going to go with Reagan. AIDS because, is hard to argue against. Because it's, the, it's hard to beat. The Dulles brothers uh, were much more shadowy. Reagan yeah. was much more upfront with him being a piece of shit and being okay with it. The Dulles brothers would have just rather sat in a quiet room. Like Mitch McConnell sat in a quiet room and uh, signed papers to ruin people's lives. And Reagan liked to be on the forefront making sure you knew it was him. I mean, McConnell has gotten to that point too. Like McConnell—that's where McConnell is now. He's yeah. now just like a like a totem for that hate, and he doesn't care because he'll absorb it all day because he's getting paid in oil fields and shit. Yep. All right. Um, Colin, you get Nancy Pelosi. Fuck. Justin, you get Rumsfeld. Mm. <laughs> all right. Uh, Colin, your argument starts now. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, even in this modern day, is ascendant as the exact example of the backstop for progress. Uh, if you've ever seen the ratchet um, picture, the diagram, she is that backstop that's pictured there. 
Um, she is one of the core group of people that are preventing this country from moving left and are actively uh, ensuring that it continues to move further right and therefore enabling the destruction of this minority of psychotic ghouls. All right, Justin, and go. While the, uh, the enabling nature of the, the, the liberal pseudo-left in America um, cannot be denied and the, the ability of these people to allow the monstrosities committed by people like Donald Rumsfeld to happen, it truly is Donald Rumsfeld that is motivating them to allow these things to happen. It is people like Donald Rumsfeld and their shitty, racist, self-serving motivations for these tragedies that convince you know good liberals to act this way and that is heavily air quotes around good liberals all right uh colin your rebuttal and go uh nancy pelosi actively works to discredit any progressive movement including the me too movement and the black lives matter movement which were dropped and discredited the second uh democrats n realized they didn't need them anymore the, that harm is incalculable and justin your rebuttal go that is very true um however the, the 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 sheer numerical amount of lives that were taken under donald rumsfeld's uh watch and the destruction that he visited upon so many countries i think is a lot it's it's worse yeah no i agree <sighs> this is actually I, really my heart really one. wasn't in it it's it's yeah. she's she's bad because she stops the bad things from ending and he's bad yeah. because he's doing them because he, he, he actively wants the bad things to happen. I mean, she does too. That's more. the thing, right? Like, that's, the, that's yeah. the thing that's implicit here is that a lot of the Democrats we're talking about, it's not just that they're failing to do their job uh, in, like, championing progressive causes. It's that they also want these things to happen. They just have to launder it uh, differently to a different group where Reagan yeah. launders austerity as uh, personal responsibility and pulling yourself up by their bootstraps democrats launder austerity as a sacrifice that you're making for other people uh and honestly shouldn't you feel bad because so many people have it worse which we're also punishing yeah you know i i was in my heart i wanted to say nancy pelosi just because of of the sheer amount of damage she's done to the entire uh political left but Rumsfeld he's got too many bodies on him he's got too many he's bodies just, and he's been in it he was in it for sex. way too long what yeah. he was in it for way too long i think for us it's just pelosi it's a visceral reaction to pelosi because in this moment she is one of the major players that's destroying things and honestly we just weren't like that aware of politics in general when rumsfeld was ascendant if yeah. we were yeah. we would probably have the same kind of visceral reaction to him uh that we yeah. have to pelosi okay <laughs> Colin, you get Ron Paul. Justin, you get Alex Jones. Mm, mm. Good luck. And Justin, your argument starts now. Uh, I think that uh, uh, these are these are two sides of the same shitty right wing ultra nationalist coin that we're looking at here. Um, I I think that. When it comes to, you know, sheer worseness, I think that, you know, a little more involved is uh, Alex Jones' personal greed. He's, he's much more in it just to, to, to stack up as much money and influence as he can um, and use that influence just to make himself more money. Where, um, you know, the, 
You can finish what you were saying. I was going to say the Pauls are like idealists, okay. crypto fascists. They're worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Colin, your argument starts now. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Ron Paul is the uh, legitimized, consecrated version of Alex Jones, whereas Alex Jones' own incompetency hamstrings him at every turn because he's too stupid to shut the fuck up. Ron Paul is just competent enough to keep furthering the agenda of, uh, you know, nas uh, nationalism uh, on the scale that we haven't seen since the Third Reich. Uh, just real despicable policies and real bigoted positions. All right, Justin, your rebuttal starts. I'm, I'm just going to seed my rebuttal. He's right. It's like Alex Jones is a piece of shit, it's, but it's like there's a hard limit on what he can do. Yep. I can't argue that Alex Jones is worse in good faith. I mean, personally, Not he might today. be worse because I think I think you're right that Ron Paul is an idealist. So there is like a level of detachedness that you could almost—I don't want to say forgive him, but that you could you could almost understand that. Ah, yes, if my brain was like dimpled and full of holes, I would also think this way. Whereas Alex Jones very clearly doesn't believe the things that he says. So, he, like, personally, I feel like there's, like, a greater sin on that level, whereas... Ro I agree. I think... Like, but it's, there's a, again, impact, efficacy. These are what matter. It's a wider variety of personal sin versus, like, one that he's really fucking good at. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Being a, a hate golem. All yes. right. Let's head to the other side of the bracket here. We got the two heavy hitters now, the two heavyweights, Joe McCarthy and Henry Kissinger. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. I want Kissinger. Okay. All right. Colin yeah. gets Kissinger. Justin gets. Joe I think McCarthy. there's a solid argument for McCarthy, though. I, th oh, I, I think there is a solid argument for both of them. All right. Uh, let's have Colin go first, and go. Uh, Henry Kissinger's idea of real politique, this uh, fucking farce of an idea that uh, these political mechanisms can exist outside of bias, outside of prejudice, um, and that you could create a global system of capital. Uh, that would keep everything afloat uh, is not only just blatantly racist, uh, completely unfounded and anti-empirical, it's led to the deaths of untold millions of people. His legacy is a shit stain on this earth, and the fact that he's alive makes my fucking blood boil. But he did get scammed by Theranos. He did but it doesn't matter, because it, like, uh, who cares? Like, I'm he's basically he brain dead at this point. He's so old. Well, his ears uh, are, being, are dragging him down to hell. Like he doesn't, doesn't matter. Her grandfather was made Fleischmann's yeast. So is that really what must... Kissinger said? I fucking. I thought no, that was Kissinger. That was the other I know. guy. I know, but I'm sh I'm sure Kissinger babbled something like that. Oh, yeast. I'm I'm sure. I, like I don't think Henry Kissinger. Like maybe he met her, but I'm sure like an assistant of his or like somebody that handles his money. Is the one that yeah. invested him. Like, I don't think he does that personally. No. All right. Uh, Justin, yep. your argument starts now. Fucking good old fucking red-faced vodka and porno in his briefcase, Joe McCarthy, ruined untold numbers of American lives. You just made him sound so domestically. cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the coolest Joe McCarthy's ever been, frankly. Um, was when, when it was realized that he was a fucking porno-addicted alcoholic and everybody was like, okay, I can finally relate to this stupid fucking dick after he has 
permanently altered American politics and policy in a way that affects all of us forever. <coughs> Colin, your rebuttal starts now. Uh, well, McCarthy is the corpse in the well of American domestic policy. Henry Kissinger is the global boogeyman. He is the reaper come to life. He has destabilized countless countries, and his shitty policies will destabilize countless more. And just at your rebuttal, go. Um, the American extremism inspired by Joe McCarthy not only enables the Kissinger policies, but also enables people to uh, continue to push themselves further right and allow these things to not only happen, but encourage them. Kissinger's right. the car, but McCarthy's the NOS. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the gas the, in that car. The car is still pretty bad without the NOS. I, I can still get a lot of speed going downhill. You know... I'm gonna go with Kissinger. Yeah. Um, Killed more people. Because the the only reason he like got famous enough to be a politician was because he wrote a book on why it would be totally cool if we just started nuking everybody we got into a conflict with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it's that's his idea. That's his like thing, right? That, like when we talk about the global system, that because that's like the core of everything that he does is this ideal of balance, right? And because he thought that Arabs were ascendant because there was like a kind of a swell of, of society and culture coming out of the Middle East, especially uh, in the, you know, the 70s, the 60s and 70s, when a lot of these like uh, internal conflicts were being settled and governments uh, were like solidified in legitimacy in a lot of cases. Um, he thought that would be too much power, uh, that it would offset the balance and it would plunge uh, Western society, Western culture, uh, into the abyss. So destabilize the Arabs, destroy any chance they have of forming a good faith coalition, uh, and then everything else won't fall into place. Um, what a piece of garbage. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Colin. Slick Willie. <laughs> Justin oh. Colin Powell. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Colin Powell. <laughs> oh fuck, I gotta come so bad right now. I'm just gonna grab onto whatever defenseless woman can't struggle out of my arms. <laughs> Do you like french fries? Alright, Justin, Colin Powell, let's go. Uh, Colin Powell is, uh, he's a power broker that has used people like Bill Clinton his entire political career. Uh, to accomplish his own highly and massively destructive ends, um, Bill Clinton was a was a was a tool of the military might and uh, power that Donald Rumsfeld or Colin Powell represented. Okay, Colin, let's uh, go. Similar to Joseph Robinette Biden, Bill Clinton was the chief architect of the criminalization of black people. Uh, at the end of history, at a point where people had believed that racism was over, Bill Clinton made sure that the quote-unquote justice system knew that it wasn't, uh, that black people would be punished uh, for being alive, for having the temerity to exist in a capitalist society that requires an underclass. And honestly, uh, you know, that's there's not much worse than that if you're going to be fucking president in America. Justin, your rebuttal. 
Uh, there's not much worse than that for a president, but for a general, there's a whole lot worse they can do, such as the My Lai Massacre, uh, as well as the Highway of Death, um, and just all of everything we did in the, the Middle East. No, of course, which Bill Clinton also did. Yeah. Colin, your rebuttal, and go. Uh, yeah, Bill Clinton, yeah, that's that's the thing, right, is that he's he's just as culpable for a lot of these war crimes and these these military actions as Colin Powell, but also similar to Colin Powell, but a little more egregious because of his liberal facade is the laundering of these ideas as right and normal. Hmm. Also, I got a fucking cup. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Colin Powell. Right. I'm going to go That's with fair. Colin Powell. Bill Clinton um, just lied to the America. Colin Powell lied to the UN. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Um, it's the problem that I put J. Edgar Hoover in here is he's kind of a Trump card. Yeah, he's just like ah ah. <laughs> I'm the worst. Hey, hey, hey. He's like Duke University. All right. As much as as much as we all think Marjorie Taylor Greene is a deplorable human being, we all know that J. Edgar Hoover is worse. It's, yeah, we can go ahead and just. We'll buy give, that we're round. giving him another buy. He gets to the elite eight immediately. Yeah. Again, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a uh, nightmarish psycho, uh, lot that of, should lot be of put down there. like a rabid dog. Lot like, of potential. Yeah. Politically. Lot of potential. Politically. Lot of potential. There. potential. She could. She could be the next J. Edgar Hoover if she really wanted she to. She put her. If she plays her cards right. Yep. I mean. I feel like it's even odds. We're like we're getting. I mean, maybe a little more weighted towards this, but like, I feel like we're gonna get another Republican president next general. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I think it's. I wouldn't be surprised. It's it's gonna be a hard reaction to Joe Biden not doing fucking anything. Well, and th- she'll be she'll be in a prime position because it's gonna be a psycho. It's gonna yeah. be a fucking uh, because uh, it's maniac. The thing is, is if it's not gonna be Donald Trump running again, it is going to be someone further right than Donald Trump. Yeah. Or it, it, that this is how it's going to go, right? It's either going to be like the Jebs, right? Or like the Marcos, who it's like, oh, they're just kind of like establishment party guys. And they have psychotically right-wing ideas, but they're generally milk toast. Uh, but that's not what they want. They want a psychopath. But that's the thing is that it's, yeah. it's, we're, it's gonna, we're going to see, right? We're going to see yeah. if the Republican Party keeps on the path that it's on, which again, we're going to talk about in honorable mentions, or... Uh, you know, does the thing that Democrats do and just ignore their base and do what the party wants. Yeah. All right. Uh, Colin, Tony Blair, Justin, George H.W. Bush. Colin. Uh, Tony Blair is the inheritor uh, and the uh, continuer, uh, if you will, of the Thatcher legacy, the brutal austerity uh, that had bombed fucking the UK that uh, made sure to keep the imperial boot heel on every single one of ethnically white English people's fucking enemies. Uh, read anybody who's not white anywhere in the world, even some people that are looking at you, Ireland. Justin, George H.W. Bush, go. Uh, the You know, Thatcher's legacy is, is bad, of course, uh, and Tony Blair... Um, you know, allowing the machinations of the Bush family to move forward is bad, but that truly is it, is that his Tony Blair's greatest and most awful contribution to world history is passively sitting by and legitimizing the Bush family's machinations in the Middle East. All right. 
Colin, rebuttal. Let's hear it. Yeah, Tony Blair, I would I would agree that among his chief crimes are that of launderer of other people's atrocities. That said, uh, the harm that he did to the Labour Party uh, in the UK has enabled things like Brexit and the anti-immigrant racist hysteria that's sweeping that cursed pedophile island. Colin, or uh, Justin, rebuttal and go. Um, that hysteria, you know, is largely contained to pedophile island i would say whereas that is being exported uh, around the world by the the legacy of the bush uh family and the bush administrations particularly started by hw Big coalition i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna do hw it's gotta be an american right. baby picking the final four now justin you get douglas macarthur colin you get ronald reagan all right do you want to cut rebuttals for this round yeah. I think we could good. just do arguments, yeah. The final one, do you want to do one-minute arguments only? you want to do longer arguments? I think it's going to depend on who we... Yeah. We can decide when we get there. Yeah, okay. It's going to depend. Douglas, Douglas MacArthur, Ronald Reagan. And... Somebody go. Uh, Douglas MacArthur um, is, is just absolutely massively destructive in a much more direct way than Ronald Reagan ever could have been. He is the... the, the, the he is the actual arm of the government that truly committed these atrocities that are under his belt, and there are a lot of them. Uh, the annexation of the Philippines, um, you know, uh, the end of, you know, all of American colonialism, MacArthur. And Colin, your argument. Uh, Ronald Reagan is truly the inheritor of Jim Crow laws uh, on a national stage. Uh, with the fact that, you know, uh, you know, he is the guy that enabled things like redlining, like these uh, supremely racist HOA policies, really was putting money into the back pockets of a lot of corporate interests. He's definitely uh, one of the progenitors of uh, the, like, the lobbyist industry that exists within America, which enables MacArthur's and people like him uh, to do the insane fucking awful shit that they do. You need the lobbyists there, and that's what Reagan did. All right. Um, you know... I'm going to go with Reagan here. I'm going to go with Reagan because his uh, his presidency started the uh, need for a celebrity president. Well, he, like somebody, I think he also you know? like radicalized so many. Like, Ronald Reagan is really one of those guys who, like, the just by him being in office... He created, you know, hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of people in this country that are fucking psychos because they see people like Ronald Reagan and they have this adherence to him and this reverence for him uh, that's just completely driven them insane. Yeah, yeah, a lot like Trump. A lot like Trump, a very Trumpian figure. Mm. Um, all right, so... It's kind of fucked up to say it that way, I guess. It, it's the other way around, really. Justin, Rumsfeld, Colin, Ron Paul. And Colin, you can start now. Uh, you don't get a Rumsfeld without a Ron Paul. You need forward and front-facing politicians to create the atmosphere of hate, fear, and uncertainty that Ron Paul has to allow space for the kind of bloodless uh, operators and bureaucrats like Rumsfeld so that they can prosecute these wars to get their money. 
Rumsfeld, in a world where there aren't politicians like Ron Paul, is just in a boardroom somewhere. Uh, you need Nazis like Ron Paul to have murderers like Rumsfeld. All right. And Justin, go ahead. While the, you know, the, the, the front-facing, uh, you know, PR front of this these murderous thugs is necessary. Without the murderous thugs, none of this would ever happen. The ideals of these front-facing weaklings would never be idealized, and this type of destruction never truly would have come forth. Ron Paul couldn't... He, he wouldn't have the stomach for the destruction that he calls for. He, he truly... It takes a monster. I'd like a rebuttal. Gonna... I can do five seconds. Alright. Go. Uh, Ron Paul inspires murderous thugs. You don't get murderous thugs without Ron Paul. You need him to inspire. Justin, would you like five seconds? Sure. Alright. Go. The direct destruction of uh, Donald Rumsfeld is more inspirational than any word that Ron Paul could say. Uh, you know... I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, that's a that's a strong point, but I don't know if I agree with it. You know, I'm... I'm going to go with Rumsfeld. Is, is this like, again, we're talking about like, I feel like this is really the argument we're talking about today. It's like, who is worse? The people that originate and then launder these ideas or the yeah. people that prosecute them? Because the people that prosecute them largely wouldn't be doing that if they didn't have the opportunity. Mm. And it's the other people that make the opportunity. So yeah. it's yeah. like, who's worse? The facilitate, like uh, the facilitator or the enactor? Like yeah. what, like what's, I don't know. Is it I, the person? Is it the person that wraps the present, or the person that puts the bow on? Who's the issue here? Exactly. It's like yeah. yeah. All right. Ugh. And I think they are both issues. But if I was gonna say which one is like a a worse person, I would say Rumsfeld Again, over it's, Ron Paul. I think it's always gonna come down to okay, impact. How yeah. many people? Sheer quantity. Like that's really what it boils down to. I feel like at a certain point. Yeah. And a lot of people might not bring up a Rumsfeld name directly, but they invoke him like they do the with Ron Paul. Exactly. All right. So I'm gonna give Justin Kissinger this time because Colin got him last time, and Colin, you get Colin Powell. Mm. Kissinger and Colin. Let's hear it, boys. Uh, Colin, you go first this time. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go. All right, so uh, obviously we know how bad Kissinger is. I've uh, said that as much. But Colin Powell and Donald Rumsfeld truly are the uh, Captain Planet team members uh, that are, you know, they're the separate parts, the, the twin uh, inheritors of the Kissinger legacy. Like, they, it's that group of people, the Vulcans is what they call themselves uh, because they're huge nerds that deserve to be publicly humiliated. Uh, but also monstrously evil and continuing the Kissinger legacy of destruction. Uh, as destructive as the, the Vulcans were, uh, Colin Powell was but one of uh, the fingers on uh, his hand. He was a single part of the Zords that made up the Megazord that was the Vulcans, whereas Henry Kissinger was the Zordon. Uh, he was the giant floating head uh, uh, upon whose orders the, the Vulcans and this, this uh, Voltron of evil, um, you know, spread themselves out throughout the world. What is, what is a Zordon without a, a mech, though? Without, you need the mech. You can't just, if, if Zordon needs the Power Rangers, 
the Power Rangers are the execute. Like they're the, they carry it out. They follow his globalist will. They. <laughs> yeah. And, so and weird this... that Henry Kissinger is technically a globalist uh, in I, a way. Yeah, it is. It's weird in the worst like, way. It's but it's yeah. It's like in a way that Alex Jones probably likes, uh, but is more a globalist than the people he accuses. Sorry. So, I I've tended to go with. Um, when when we talked about the person, uh, this person had more scope but didn't directly do anything, and this person had a smaller scope but directly did bad things, uh, like really bad things. I'm gonna go with Kissinger. Yeah, it's with this one because his scope is too big. Honestly, the thing. you watch Bitter Lake and Henry Kissinger, like the name becomes a fucking curse on your tongue, like yeah. a monster. A bloodless fucking monster. Okay. Colin, you get George H.W. Bush, Justin, with the first argument for him, Mr. J. Edgar Hoover. And Justin, go ahead. J. Edgar Hoover's execution of the domestic policies of many presidents, um, including the, the predecessors to the Bush legacy, um massively destructive set back leftism in a way that george hw bush couldn't even touch um it's the j edgar hoover truly is the basis of all anti-leftist thought here in america he is the the right-wing arm of everything bad and he was for a very long time in the 20th century all right colin your argument starts now well, where j edgar hoover's uh use of the fbi is a private anti-left army is reprehensible and still affects the way the world works today, especially here in America. George H.W. Bush definitely had a far greater reach in the people that he hurt and the things that he enabled. Not to mention that a lot of what Hoover did was undone by him being such a flamboyant uh, paranoiac. Uh, you know, he is Joseph Callinger running down the street. Uh, George H.W. Bush is Ted Bundy smiling from across the diner. This is a tough one. Because H.W. is a CIA spook, too. He's he's personally killed more people. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and to an extent, done what Hoover did, but not just in America. Yeah, he did and, it globally. Th- I mean, and then became degree. president. That said, also the FBI has done things outside of the country. Like We're not going to say that doesn't happen. But more so. Like, the scope yeah. and the power of the CIA greatly eclipsed the FBI. And then, then he's fucking president. Like it's yeah, you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with 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 Bush. All right. Uh, the Bush. As much as I wanna, as on. much as as much as I wanna go with Hoover, I I I do think Bush's scope is bigger. Yeah, Poppy Poppy is a hard man to beat when it comes to who's the worst. Yeah, yeah. because J J Edgar Hoover on like, I would say. If I was going to have a beer with J. Edgar Hoover or H.W. Bush, if I had to be forced into that situation, I would probably pick H.W. Bush because I feel like J. Edgar Hoover has no idea how to talk to literally anyone. He's also a teetotaler, so he wouldn't have a yeah. beer. George H.W. Bush might, like, order a beer, but he wouldn't drink it. J. Edgar Hoover He's... would be uh, annoyed. J. Edgar if... Hoover would try to murder He'd be fuming. Yeah, he'd be he'd try to poison your drink if you, you went to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas George H.W. Bush would just, like, smile kind of waifishly and then leave. All right. Final four. Justin. 
Donald Rumsfeld, right. Colin, Ronald Reagan. 30 second arguments. Uh, Colin, you go first. All right, let's go. Uh, Ronald Reagan is like the masthead of the modern conservative establishment. He is, you know, if we're going to say that certain figures are like the avatar, the projection, he is the tulpa. He is the uh, the nightmare, the boogeyman that looms large in the American psyche. Uh, and what he did to gut um, the working class in America when he broke the, the labor's back uh, of the air controllers, that was really the decline. All right. And Justin, your argument. Go ahead. Uh, the, the, the passive domestic destruction of the, the defunding uh, distraction and uh, removal of, of American services is uh, massively a problem. However, the, the military actions and the, the machinations pushed politically by Donald Rumsfeld behind the scenes uh, by both him and the, the Vulcans um, as a group, you know, absolutely not only enabled the American public to uh, be as malleable as it was for Reagan's policies um, as it was, but, it, you know, to enact those worldwide. Hmm. I don't think you get a Rumsfeld without a Reagan. Like, Reagan I, is... I, the, yeah, I don't think Like, Reagan's, like, this, like, obviously, uh, you know, Rumsfeld, well, came into the Nixon White House, but you yeah. don't get... Yeah. But, like, you... Rumsfeld doesn't get keep being an operator... Uh, or at least an operator in that way without Reagan. Like, Reagan, it's honestly like, I, I, I go back and forth on this all the time, because it's, it's, he's so lauded by these reactionaries that you want to say he wasn't actually that important, he really didn't make that big of an impact, just as, like, a natural contrarian instinct. But really, it's tough, it's tough to not see um, the way he changed, like, the way he moved culture, the way he talked, the, the way he imbued America with this moral authority, like really reinforcing that to the point where, you know, hey, it's morning in America. We can do no harm. When we intervene, it's always a good intervention. When we get involved, it's because the good guys are showing up to save the day. Uh, yeah. Like that, that's still the way people talk today because of Ron yeah. Reagan. Like, I feel like that sold the Iraq war more than Colin Powell lying to the U.N., more than Donald Rumsfeld uh, charming the press corps. Is that that, nope. that school of thought? I'm going to have to go with old Ronnie. All right. Ronald McDonald. Why is and it Ronald I, McDonald I, I, in the bracket? And <laughs> That was a close one. That was a close it's one. It's tight, yeah. It's tight. It's tight. Because it, it's, it's a absolute career politician up against a, a guy who had a relatively, for politics, short period that they were actually in power of, of significance. Um, well, it's, it's that politician versus bureaucrat dynamic, right? It's, yeah. it's the who's working within the mechanism and who is, like, feeding the grist into the mechanism. Like, like yeah. it's, you know, he's the fuel and he's the exhaust, but Rumsfeld is, you know, the engine. Okay, uh, so Colin, H.W. Bush, Justin, Kissinger. Oof. Christ yeah. alive. All right, Justin, let's hear it. Uh, 
the machinations of the Bush family put in place by uh, Prescott Bush um, definitely predated Kissinger's uh, involvement in American politics, but it was Kissinger's involvement in American politics that allowed the conservative war hawks represented, or represented by the Bush family and by the, uh, the CIA infrastructure that they had created within the government um, that truly allowed that destruction of the later 20th century to happen. All right, Colin, let's hear it. Um, I feel like you could take Kissinger out of history and things largely would have uh, moved uh, as they were going to, as, as things were moving. Really, H.W. Bush was a fucking mover. He was a, uh, a motivating force, let's say, within the, uh, the complex of, an, of the intelligence community. Um, he, he was really a fucking grim specter uh, like persecuting these policies, whereas Kissinger, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's replaceable. I feel like he's fungible to an extent. He's an architect, but I don't know if he's a core architect. I feel like H.W. is. Hmm. Huh. I don't know if I don't know if I even believe that. I don't know if that's. It's hard to say, right? Especially with what he did to Assad in Syria, it's hard to hmm. say. Because it's yeah. like that directly led to suicide bombings becoming popularized and the Middle East becoming an endless fucking bloodbath. Like, that that's just Kissinger. That's just Kissinger. But does he get there without, like, the ghouls in the CIA also doing the exact same kind of shit in all the other countries, sowing that kind of discord, creating the atmosphere for Kissinger to, t- Kissinger to take advantage? Like, is... Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Kissinger. So it comes down, comes down to Reagan versus Kissinger. Reagan versus Kissinger, and we're gonna do something different here. You guys are both going to do thirty seconds on both of them, because that's the thing is we're not really arguing with each other here on which one's worse. Uh, we're, now we're gonna have to figure out whether Reagan or Kissinger is more terrible, and I would like you guys to both have thirty seconds on each, and then we can all talk about it and decide. Okay. All right, uh, Justin, let's uh, do whichever one you want first, and go. Uh, I mean, so Henry Kissinger, absolutely being the the the, the backing to the the front face of the the machine, like it's. Ronald Reagan kept everything in place, but the, the, the actual machine that ran, you know, the, the true destruction of the 20th century was Henry Kissinger. Um, and, and as, you know, as much as Ronald Reagan pushed things, Henry Kissinger moved them behind the scenes. Um, now, by that same token, Ronald Reagan being the front face legitimized everything that Henry Kissinger was doing, simply, uh, you know, continue to, as Colin has said multiple times, launder these ideas to be publicly palatable. These, you know, the, the Christmas bombings and the invasions of Laos and Cambodia are largely forgotten by the American public by now, not because of the perpetrator of them, Henry Kissinger, but because of people like Ronald Reagan who have assuaged the American cons- uh, conscience that these things are fine. All right, Colin. Let's hear it, buddy. Uh, one, one second. I'm just trying to find something real quick. I can't remember the fucking name. Come on, buddy. Uh, 
Fuck it, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Anyway. All right, go. Um, I mean, Kissinger is... It's hard to argue that anybody um, I, within the sphere of the English-speaking world, uh, you know, within the world has been more destructive than Henry Kissinger in his personal actions, um, you know, from Palestine and Israel to the Persian Gulf to Vietnam to Bangladesh to Syria. Like, he has his hands in everything. Uh, you know, he is he is that guy. That said, Ronald Reagan, like, Ronald Reagan... Like I said, he is that, he is that, you know, he looms large in the American consciousness. He is, he is a focal point, uh, for the modern conservative movement, uh, and, uh, you know, the GOP in general, uh, at this point. Like, he's, he's like a godfather, he's a saint that gives them, uh, you know, absolution, uh, to do the worst things that they can imagine, because Reagan would have done it, or Reagan would approve. Okay. Hmm. So I'm leaning towards Kissinger. I'd agree. I yeah, I would also say that between the two. Yeah. The it's... more purely destructive, like Reagan, you know, Reagan was a tool of something greater. Kissinger was that greater something. Yeah, yeah. Kissinger yeah. Kissinger is the embodiment of the deep state. When we talk about yeah. like this this cat like this corporate interest melded with um like governmental power that's kissinger that is just yeah. kissinger even if he wasn't necessarily like a businessman right uh he was more of like that that uh, old school of politician because he believed in real politique uh or real politique. uh it doesn't matter <laughs> like he still ended up the ends that he achieved uh are for the benefit of the worst amongst us uh, yeah. And the damage that he's done, it's... You can't really compare him to people like Ronald Reagan. You really can't. Like, as much yeah, as we... Like, as as awful as the AIDS epidemic was, as awful as the things that uh, Reagan rubber-stamped were, Kissinger's the guy who put the fucking paper on the desk to be stamped. Kissinger's yeah. the guy who's releasing the AIDS virus from a lab. Like, not allegedly. <laughs> he's not doing... He's doing these things. He's the reason yep. these things are happening. Uh, it's the other people's problem to launder it and to make it make sense. All right. So the winner, Henry Kissinger. Ooh, I thought it was I, I, ghoul. I thought it was I when I did it. I really thought I was like Hoover's. Hoover's gonna take this and it's run close. away home. It was it's close. Hoover. Hoover really like he, he was in the running for sure for as long as he could be. But it, you know his his reach really did. It didn't end domestically, but he never got his fingers in abroad the way that, like, Kissinger did. I think yep. he got his fingers in abroad every time he put those panties on. Hey-o. Hey-o. Oh, oh, man. Oh, God. Uh, I do want to say, because I know we're going to have to wrap up real quick here. Uh, honorable mention, uh, not in the bracket, but I feel like uh, we really have a lot to... Uh, he's owed a lot of the blame uh, for the reactionary movement here in America. William F. Buckley. Uh, I was almost going to put him in. William I F. Was, Buckley is the guy, close. if you're, if you as the listener are ever curious as to how, um, you know, one of the big problems with the Democratic Party is that it's meant to be a big tent party because there's only two parties in America. So you have to have big tent parties. So you have yeah. a lot of, uh, you have a coalition of a lot of different groups with 
maybe similar, uh, not typically contradictory, uh, but usually uh, very different interests. Um, you had that in the GOP, too. They're the same way, but William F. Buckley was the architect of this reformatting of the party into a parliamentary-style party. Where um, And what that means is basically, in, in parliaments, you will have coalitions of independent parties. So, like, in Europe, right, you wouldn't have Democrats and Republicans. You would have, like, these are the Christian nationalists. These are the Democratic Socialists. These are the, the Libertarians. These are the Green Party. These are, uh, you know, these are the uh, National Socialists, the actual Nazis. These are, uh, you know, the... Uh, black radicals like you know a black liberation party like you would have all these different parties and then based on vote percentages and policy similarities they team up in these coalitions uh and they'll put like one party like above and they'll be like okay we'll support you for these concessions to put your guy uh in office that's what the republican party is you have evangelicals teamed up with global finance guys like that's the disconnect right that Alex Jones talks about globalists because he's in that evangelical psycho camp. But then you have people like the Koch brothers that are those globalists. Um, but they're in the same party because it's a parliamentary style party. And the Democratic Party just isn't that because they don't need to win. They just need to be morally correct. Yep. But yeah, William F. Buckley, it's his fault that that's the case. That's why Republicans get to maintain power because of William F. Buckley. Because before him... They couldn't get the vote, and they were losing every election. A Republican president would, was not going to be president again. Uh, yeah. Like we had, we got to a, that tipping point in in American uh, you know society that people that you just don't have enough Republicans. They're dying, and their message sucks. And there's so many disparate groups that hate each other. Uh, and Buckley is the fucking hate-filled pederast glue that brought them all together. Yep. Oh yeah. Old Buckley. Yep. All right. Fucking Buckley. Rest well, in piss, Hen you piece of garbage. Yeah. Yep. As well as Henry Kissinger. Yeah, to uh, hell with him, too. Yep. It's a long one. It's a long episode. Yeah, it's it a very long episode. It was longer yeah. than I expected, but anyway, I hope everybody had fun. Yeah, this is a good time, and uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to our March Madness bracket of who's actually straight up the worst in the industry. We don't watch um, sports. Yep. This is the closest we'll get. Yeah, we don't. Um, Go yeah. Blue. Thanks, thanks for listening. Um, check us out on the socials. Check out uh, all the other Planet Ant podcast shows and give us a listen next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Kisses. They all corporate, they all cute in suits, yeah, on bullshit with all that poop to scoop. My shit going up, I go root to roof, they don't like that, they want mute the truth. They gon' switch sides, they go group to group, they won't shoot the shit, ain't got shit to shoot till I go crazy. Go and get the baby shark and hit him with the doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, damn. Big boy, you gotta shoot it with two hands. Couple John Doe come through like who's man's? Nah, she blew it like two grams Everyone I lose, abuse the fuse hands I'm right there on the edge of insanity Overlooking Vegas, overthinking my vanity You've been throwing shade, I'm enjoying the canopy Everybody dies, so I live out of fantasy Yeah, can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town 
up in the spot, no dancing, I make them all get down. Boy, you need to sit the fuck down. Yeah. I don't even talk my shit now unless I got a reason. Everybody watching like Netflix got a new season. I'ma get rich, hit the dealership, get the new bands out. Bottom line 316, like Stone Cold says so. They bury me alive, I was dead broke. I've been living in the no flex zone. About to make a move, it's a escrow. Cooking in the kitchen, my sauce like magic. My pesto like presto. Off a little bean at espresso. Little bit of lean, like I'm getting over chest code. Got no chain, no, I can't chill. A ball got me feeling like a mill. Can't stay still, can't feel off a pain kill. Got the little orange pill, not the day quill. They fake with it, they ain't real. They talk about bricks, but they can't build. I'm Frank with it, I'm Jake Jill. I only sold gas, I'm Hank Hill. Tank filled with the propane, it's like a 10K grill, it's a throwaway. They never ask if I'm okay, I'm never okay. Everybody wanna cut, it's a dry vocal. I'm anti-love, anti-social I'm bipolar, I'm bi-coastal I might buy one and go postal Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down Boy, you better sit the fuck down